Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Be'as Hashem Shir number 105 in the Svarim of Rav Pliskin on self-confidence and um, other sources also on the concept of self-confidence and self-esteem. And today we're going to talk about um, choices to make after one experienced a rough childhood. And very often people say, you know, it's understandable why I like, lack self-confidence. It's because of my childhood. And many people do believe that a rough childhood creates a problematic life. And in reality, and we can't deny the influence of a traumatic uh, childhood. Um, it is true. It makes it more difficult. It's more challenging. However, in reality, when one comes to the decision and understands, sometimes they need help with it from professional counselors, or from learning svarim, or from really just their inner thoughts, to recognize that their current choices of thought, current choices of thoughts, words and actions, that's what really truly determines one's emotional state in the present. And we talked about this before, the different schools of thought about therapy and about those type of things. And sometimes you're going th- have to go past uh, an old trauma of childhood and that is important to let it go and talk about it and and put it in healthy perspective but in every therapy this is really the key every therapy at some point you could um, vent and share things and go through the past but up to a point that should be focused to let a person let it out but truth be told there is a certain point in any healthy therapy where a therapist will say, okay, we got this out of your system, or we talked about it uh, a lot. Now it's time to focus on the present. What can you do now in healthy steps in the present to create a healthy life for yourself? And any therapist that just is past-oriented and just brings you back there, just for the sake of bringing you back there, um, is just taking your money and wants to extend the therapy sessions for as long as they want to. Because ultimately, ultimately, it's up to present choices of today to use whatever trauma you had in your childhood or other experiences to take it and use today healthy skills and tools to heal. And one needs to understand and know that regardless of one's childhood, if one consistently thinks and speaks and acts with self-confidence in the present, they work towards it, they'll be able to become a self-confident person. And not only will he think and speak and act that way, they'll also feel that way over time. A person's feelings are based on what's going on in his mind at the present moment. Take something like laughter and smiling and laughter. If you find something funny and you laugh at the present moment, it'll put you in a better state. And that's the mila de bidichusa sometimes that you have in the Gemara before a person learned, gave a shear, they started out with something light, uh, it's called, where it opens up the mind and allows you to become receptive to the learning. And when a person's laughing now in the current state, doesn't matter, make a difference what his childhood was like. It puts his physical system with the complex reactions within it into a healthier state with healthy benefits whether it's his breathing, his blood pressure, energy level, hormones, immune system, posture, facial expressions, all will be consistent with the beneficial states that occur when 
you are in that pleasurable state of, of laughter or humor and so on and so forth, or gratitude. So whether your parents treated you this way or that way in the past, and whether your early environment or your current environment or your, your whatever it is is rough, and whether it's teachers, employers, friends, relatives, and neighbors, what they thought of you, didn't think of you, the idea is, is in this case, when you laugh and you think about healthy, happy things, you become happier and you start feeling better. And that's idea also in a self-confident state. When you start developing those skills in the present, then no matter how difficult your childhood was or your, your uh, not-too-recent past was, or even your current situation was, when you put in these thoughts into your mind, and you're thinking and saying and doing right now healthy self-esteem thoughts, you begin to feel better. Now again, the disclaimer is, of course, in some situations one does need professional help. If some if someone is clinically depressed or anxious or has other types of things that they believe is beyond the normal range of emotions of what they're feeling, then yes, they need to go to a medical professional and sometimes medication is necessary for a short term or longer term, and sometimes different things are needed, 100%, not denying that. But even with that, there comes a skill at some point to be able to develop these self-confident thoughts and these healthy thoughts that will put you on a healthy path in life. So, and, and in many, many cases, over 90 95% of the cases, even people who suffer from depression and anxiety as an example, they will start off with medication to get them to a point where their their mind, serotonin level or whatever it is, they're able to get to a state where now they could, okay, now I'm capable of using these skills based on the thoughts I have now, even though I still feel somewhat down or I still feel somewhat anxious, but I can still use these tools to better myself with CBT, DBT, whatever these actual exercises are and doing mitzvah and maizim taivim that's the best therapy of, of the world because you're doing the Ratzon Hashem and you're connecting with God and Tyra is Marpa, Tyra heals, that that will bring you to a healthier state and more self-confident state. Now, it is true, and there's no denying it, like we're going to say, that some people have it naturally better initially at the outset. It's easier to become self-confident when one has great genes, genetics, that they just happen to be more self-confident by nature, or they had wonderful supporting parents, wonderful supporting teachers, so they could have true, true friends, or had a beautiful environment growing up. They always grew up in a healthy, warm environment. That is true. For them, it is a lot easier to become self-confident and happier. What is ironic, though, you find that even people that were, that grew up in those healthy environments, for whatever reason, sometimes they are not happy, nevertheless, and they're miserable, nevertheless. And a lot has to do, again, with their state and their attitude. So, so there is no denying, and it's insensitive to tell a person that had a rough childhood that it's nothing, chas v'shalom, that's discounting true, real pain and trauma, if you say that, if they really had a difficult childhood or difficult parents and so on and so forth. So you have to be empathetic and you have to be caring and you have to take that into account with everything when you're talking to people who had a rough childhood, including everyone that's listening now, the true empathy and understanding. But at the same time, 
like I said, if you're a real true good therapist, if you're a real true mentor, if you really care about the person, if we really care about you who had a rough childhood, the true help is, yes, to listen, to let it out of your system, talk about it, and, and soothe you and calm you, and accept that empathy and love from other people when you face that trauma. But at the same time, there's some point in time in the near future or in the close point from the when therapy starts where now let's work on the present, the present reality, and start working on those tools that will make us have a happier, self-confident future based on present situations. Very, so the idea that the past causes the future we know is not true based on Bechira. It, it is true that our past does influence our present, but we, it cannot be machriach, our present. It does not force our present to be a certain way. It influences it, but we have the free will in the present moment to start working on those exercises and those tools that will help us improve in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our words, and in our actions, regardless of what the past um, brought to us. It is true we cannot undo anything that already happened. The truth is, in reality, because Hashem placed tshuva in the world, we could really undo what already happened, right? Vesel Hashem talks about it, that tshuva in some way is not really logical. How could you be oiker a maisa from a metzias? I forgot the exact lashon of the Vesel Hashem, right? Something happened, you didn't, so in Cholila, didn't Aveira, um, you know, you know, and, and, and some Aveira seem to be not repairable, so how could you remove it from your from the reality? So we know that Hashem made it that way with the Rachmanis of Tshuva that came before the world, that you actually can indeed undo the past, even though you actually, the Poyal did things negative in the past, you could undo it with your Tshuva, and even though in reality it looks like you did it, you did it, and there's nothing you could do about it, but the tshuva makes it that it gets totally transformed. So even in the past, even with the trauma of the past, you could use tshuva, you could use the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is ain't safe, that's beyond time, can heal you with the past, that's beyond the natural means, that is true, but even not, even if you say that that past did influence you and does influence you, we have Bechira over the present to change our thoughts and, 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 and words and our actions. We can choose our next thought. We could choose our next word. We could choose our next action. And right now and for the rest of our lives, we can choose to think and speak and act with a greater self-confidence because we choose to speak that way. That's the Kayach HaBechira that was given to us and that is given, being given to us day in and day out. And although you have the ability to claim that you can't because of various occurrences in the past, but it's not really your childhood and the past that's holding you back. It's your thoughts that you have about yourself right now. And it is your right and it is your ability to have self-confidence right now. And, and your own thoughts are limiting that confidence. And if you look at biographies of people, you find very often that some of the greatest achievers and accomplishers in the world have been people with awful childhoods and awful pasts. You look at so many Holocaust survivors, and we have to show empathy and care, and we did and we do, of all those people that were broken after the war and couldn't fully get back to themselves. Khalila to judge anybody. That was such a traumatic 
a beyond comprehension type of experience that is a miracle that anyone was functional after that. So those who were had struggled and were not able to fully get back to themselves, we all, if we would be in their shoes, most likely would be that way. But at the same time, you see that many, many that suffered terribly in those years after the war picked themselves up. Many of us, of you listening, will hear stories, whether it's if you're a little older, your own parents who are Holocaust survivors, or if you're a little younger, your grandparents that were Holocaust survivors, or you're younger than that, your great-grandparents that were Holocaust survivors, and you learn a little bit about what they went through during World War II, and then you wonder how in the world were they able to rebuild their families and thrive, and a lot of them were very happy people, which is an amazing. I heard once I was in a shul with someone had a yard site for his father, who was a Holocaust survivor, and was talking about him. This particular person that never had a complaint in his life was always cheerful and happy. Now, not everyone could be in that madrega, so I get that. But the idea, though, is, is even in those most traumatic experiences, you find testimonials of many, many, many who build themselves up and, and, and build themselves up. So many of us who had less traumatic experiences in the past, everyone has painful past experience. There's no question, some more, some less. But we have a right now to claim a life of self-confidence and health with a present attitude and 100% dependent on your present attitude. That's the way we need to look at it. You have the same right to have that self-esteem, self-confidence, and happiness as most self-confident people that whoever lived and that it came across naturally. And that's the idea. So he says, Pliskin, as follows. Someone who had been in therapy for a long time attended a class I was giving on building self-confidence and, and the self-image. He argued vehemently that if someone grew up in a very deprived early environment, he can't be expected to be the same as someone that was in an emotionally enriched environment. And Rev. Selig Pliskin responded, I agree with you. A positive early environment is a big plus in a person's life, and we can't change the past. Everything we have already experienced, we already experienced. But our perspective about our past is how the past will affect us in the present and future. That I've seen time and time again, that those who make a habit to blame their past creates barriers and blocks for themselves. On the other hand, people who took 100% responsibility for creating a great life, they were, be, they were able to overcome major handicaps. Determination and intensity of will will succeed, will, will help you succeed, and it changed many people's lives. When you intensify the, your will to live a meaningful, self-confident life, you will eventually be able to create inner happiness that will be with you for the rest of your life. The human mind and the soul has the ability to do this. And he wished him success that he should be able to do this. So we, all of us, and I know it's, it's, it's human nature and it's hard. We get discouraged easily. We get broken by life sometimes and by our experiences. And you can't blame anyone for it. it, it it's very hard sometimes. When you have hopes and dreams and aspirations and it seems like it's crushed and you and things that caused you a tremendous amount of agmas nefesh in the past and it's not so easy sometimes to get past them and there needs to be like i said an empathy and a caring for everyone who experienced those things but if you really really want to help them and truth be told if you want to help yourselves all of you listening who had those difficult pasts is to 
learn this concept of what we're learning today, that the choices you make after that rough traumatic experience is dependent on, your, on you and your present attitude. Not to say it'll happen overnight. If you really, really had tremendous trauma and you go and get that help you need, some people could do it on their own, some people can't, and they need help, but then get that help. But then by practicing and being fully invested 100% now in everything um, that you are able to do to maintain your happiness, your hope, positive attitude of self-esteem and self-confidence, that and keep peace of mind, that will help you and shape your future and transform it to heal those past traumas and to live a full and happy life. Brocha and have a wonderful Shabbos.